Welcome to the Reading for Success podcast brought to you by the Success League. This podcast focuses on books, articles, and other resources for customer success, provides an overview of each, and gives you an honest assessment of whether or not it's worth your time. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, my name is Kristen Hare, and I'm the host of Reading for Success. I'm also the CEO of the Success League, a boutique customer success consulting and training firm based in San Francisco. Today, I'm continuing my review of The Effortless Experience by Matthew Dixon, Nick Toman, and Rick DeLisi with chapters three and four. I'll say up front that these two chapters are very geared towards support and service teams, but I do think that there is value in chapter four for all CS professionals. Please listen in and then you can decide for yourself. So what is this section about? Chapter three is called The Worst Question a Service Rep Could Ask. And it's all about how companies need to move beyond first contact resolution metrics and really consider how to keep customers from having to contact you again, even about a different issue. Chapter four, aka just because there's nothing you can do doesn't mean there's nothing you can do, is about how by creating a plan around the times that you need to tell a customer no, you can create a stronger customer experience. So my key takeaways here. In chapter three, the authors highlight data that show the difference between what a company thinks their first contact resolution metric is versus what the customer thinks it is. And basically, what the authors found is that almost half the time what a company thinks of as resolved with the first contact, the customer thinks it takes two to four contacts to resolve. And they point out that this is because there are often related issues that aren't resolved through the first contact and that the customer ends up needing to reach out again. As a company, you might think of this as first contact resolution because it isn't exactly the same issue, but from a customer's perspective, it is the same because the issues are related, and the customer's perspective is ultimately what matters here. On page 76, they present a terrific example of how this could work in the mind of a customer. So for example, if a person buys an HDTV online, and it's successfully delivered to the house, that company might consider that a first contact resolution. Yes? Well, no, because the customer can't get it set up because they didn't realize that they needed a special box from the cable company. Customer then has to call the cable company to get the box delivered and set up. And then the cable installer tells them that they need special cables, which they have to order from Amazon. And even though each of these companies got the issue they were faced with resolved in one contact, the customer thinks that it took three contacts to get their TV set up and their frustration with the experience is directed at the company they bought the TV from. And you might think that's not fair, but here's the deal though. It doesn't matter whether it's fair or not. It's reality. And the writers argue that by considering downstream issues and tackling them during first contact, you create a smoother customer experience overall. The rest of the chapter is dedicated to what they call next issue avoidance, and they give you ideas for executing on that. Chapter four is interesting for both service and success teams. The authors explore data that show how customer effort is made up by roughly one-third exertion on the part of the customer and two-thirds the customer's impression of how the rep made them feel during the experience. This is huge, and it makes it clear that while it is useful to streamline the actual customer experience, 
It is more important to ensure that your team knows what to say to customers who are dealing with an issue. I see CS teams all the time spending weeks and months finessing their customer journey while spending little, if any, time coaching team members on ways to control the conversation with customers in order to create a stronger experience. On pages 98 to 100, there are three tactics presented that can help CSMs present tough information to customers in a way that creates a better experience. And those are advocacy, positive language, and anchoring expectations. Advocacy is providing information that shows you have thought about and care about the customer's specific situation. Positive language positions a challenge in a positive, helpful light. And anchoring expectations positions the best possible solution in a strong way by comparing it to less attractive options. The writers provide great examples of all three tactics in this part of the chapter. The rest of chapter four is really dedicated to examples of how three different companies tackled the challenge of engineering experiences that were good, even when they didn't include exactly what the customer wanted to hear. I found lots of great ideas in these examples that could apply in customer success situations as well as support or services groups. So is this worth reading? If you're a customer success leader who also owns technical support, you really need to read both of these chapters. They're great for you. If not, skim chapter three and focus your time on chapter four. If you're a CS professional, you'll find great tips in chapter four, especially, as I mentioned, pages 98 through 100, but also in the examples that are provided in the second half of the chapter. CS operations folks should also focus on the examples in chapter four which cover ways to operationalize challenging customer situations. So far, I am really loving this book. Next week, I'll be reviewing chapters five and six of The Effortless Experience. If you'd like to read along, you can find this book on Amazon and Audible. If you're a regular listener, please take a couple of minutes to subscribe, share Reading for Success with other customer success professionals, and rate the podcast. If you have questions or ideas, I'd love to hear from you. I can be reached at kristen at thesuccessleague.io. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join Reading for Success next time.